0: Check. Till we're all growing a beard. A man's face should never be bare. We just want some facial
1: hair. We're anticipating, yeah, everyone's waiting for a beard. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Behind the Beards and... Here on Behind the Beards, we take a look behind the scenes and try to reveal the things that you need to know about your ministers and your ministry leaders. I am Josh Fowler, a preaching minister in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and uh, joining me is my always faithful brother, Aaron Partlow,
0: Uh, I think my headset just died, so that was perfect timing uh, for that to happen. But hey, I'm not getting any echo um, now that my headset is dead. Um, So that's awkward, and that's great. Really good timing on that.
1: Everything's going haywire. This Sorry is where that.
0: this is really going really good. Hey,
1: are we rookies at this? Are we rookies all right. This? What's going on? Um, Should
0: we just restart the beginning? Maybe so. You were all <laughs> wanting to be. I
1: can I can splice that in later. Um, no, so uh, we uh, we were in down in Homa yesterday for the uh, first round of the state bowling tournament, and uh, Dylan, my youngest, is. Uh, on the on the high school bowling team and and they were up there they did good man they uh performed really well in the first round they actually played really well in the second round um our our number one bowler bowled a 251 yesterday whoa and lost whoa whoa Whoa. Uh, their number two bowler bowled a 277 which uh, he had he had strikes until the tenth frame and he went eight spare strike,
0: yikes! And that
1: was his only flaw in the tenth frame. Man. Um, and uh, at the central they were they were a better all around bowling team, but they just they bowled out of their minds yesterday. So that's crazy. Um, that was cool. We got to go in there, and that was Dylan's first experience with uh, postseason bowling. You know, this is kind of a new world for us. Learned learned a lot.
0: Uh, So now then, that you're all set and going. I'm good. I'm ready. How are you this morning? (laughs) Uh, I'm good. If you guys are joining us on Instagram Live, we're excited that you're here. This is just a test round for us. Uh, There's a lot of weird things happening uh, while we're trying to test during a live show, which is probably not the best, but that's how we roll. Uh, If you're joining us anywhere else, you can see that uh, I got the cool, frosty uh, green screen uh, today, and that is a shout out to my in-laws and to my good friends in Kansas that got like two inches of snow last night. Like what? Uh, do you miss snow? I do. do I, I love, measure? I love snow. I love cold weather. I love everything about it. So yeah, I do. I do miss it. Um, I really miss my in-laws hot tub. That's what I really miss. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I do. I, I miss the snow. I love it. And so, uh, anyway, this is, this is for them. So if you guys are watching from Kansas or you got snow last night, I'm here suffering as well in sixty degree weather. That's right.
1: That's right. Oh man, there's something really unique about sitting in a hot tub in the middle of a snowstorm, isn't there? Oh, it's it's amazing. Um, it's
0: such a great feeling. Yeah, that's one of
1: the cool things about you know being at a uh, oh resort or or somewhere where or not a resort but like a ski place where you have oh, snow yeah. on the ground and you can sit there in the. Uh, uh, in the snow uh, but also sitting in a hot tub. It's kind of a kind of a cool little you're cold, cold up top and, and you know, hot under the water.
0: Yeah, it's nice. I love it. I love the f- I, I just I really like the frozen hair feeling. The, fr- uh, the frozen and you hair like feeling. and right. you feel your hair and it's like <laughs> you know. I don't know, it's it's great. So uh we, we lived with my in laws for a couple weeks before we moved down here and I think I was in the hot tub every single day and it was during all that ice and snow so it was good
1: well uh you guys are back there at pine tree you have two services in the morning right
0: we are we we have two services
1: and uh y'all have wednesday night class at- we just
0: started last wednesday was our first night of wednesday night um uh, classes <clears throat> but they look a lot different so normally we they had we had a stereotypical wednesday night like um except for theirs go from six fifteen to seven or six thirty to seven fifteen. Um and you know and you had adult classes and children's classes and teen classes, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. But now we're doing it different. Uh the teenagers on Wednesday, <clears throat> on Wednesday nights, the teenagers are all coming together. We're hanging out. Uh, And doing like a uplift kind of night, we sing songs, we worship God, we have a small devotional, and then we go and play some hoops in the back pavilion. Um, We offer a family style worship class, which is kind of cool. So uh, families, you don't come and drop your kids off and go to class, you go to class with your kids, and it's led by a family, uh, mom, dad, and kids up there. Uh, leading together, ooh, hey, that reverb is completely gone. I don't know what you did, but that was awesome, because, oh, it's back. Now I hear myself. Yeah.
1: No, go ahead, I'm, I'm fixing it.
0: Um. So anyway, so we do that family style class, which my wife and I talk about it, like we're super jealous and envious, like we love getting to be with the teens and doing our worship, because that's like my job and what we do. However, this family style worship, looks super cool and really fun and they get to do like a devotional with your kids and you kind of like lead it and do it so it's a really cool feeling and then we also use our wednesday nights as a time for your connect group to be able to connect uh and and be there at the building so if you're in a small group a connect group is what we choose to call them um, then you can meet at that time as well so uh, it's it's not like a typical uh wednesday night uh, for us and so that's kind of a cool feeling that's kind of a cool thing for us to do and that's different um like i think a lot of people are feeling the pinch to find teachers like people want like hey we need to have you know double nursery attendance we need to have all the everything needs to open back up but the volunteers aren't there for uh for it so anyway so we are doing the best we can uh with what we got Yeah,
1: we uh, you know when when they went back, I I think they got to the point where it was just like, you know what, Um, phasing in. I don't know. Uh, We can phase in some things, but if we're gonna be back in, let's be all back in. And so we were just Sunday morning for a little while, but uh, pretty quickly we had Sunday evenings back and uh, Wednesday night as well. So, uh, and it's been you know there's been some pros and cons to that. We've kind of had to learn some things along along on the fly, I guess. Uh, some things that work, some things that don't work, and you don't have a chance to really uh, kind of test some of those those things. But man, it's been really good. I didn't realize how much I missed um, <clears throat> that midweek, that oh, midweek yeah. Bible class. I mean, how much of a real recharge. And, man, that was that is so hard. Teaching is hard on, on Zoom and electronically anyway.
0: Um, but Teaching it, is it bad hard. on Zoom.
1: Like, it's not man, hard. Man. I
0: just, it's not fun. Like, let's be honest. Um, if you guys didn't know, I, I don't know. I can't, could my headset die? I don't know if you introduced the show at all, but we have this idea of, uh, I got a phone call right in the middle of this. It's <laughs> great. Uh, this idea of like, what would you like to see get back to normal? And I should have put those in quotes because we hate right. that word, uh, normal. Um, and so like, some what are some of the bad changes? What were some of the things during the pandemic that like, they were great, but now we don't love them. Like it's, it's time to get rid of them. And I think like Zoom, Zoom classes is one of those. (laughs) Like I, it was really great and it would be okay to do it every once in a while, like every three months once, but man, it was a slug. It wasn't fun for me as a teacher and I know it wasn't fun for, for the kids. I didn't know how to like make it different than school. Like, and that's a big part of my ministry is I try to like make it not like school because they spend all day at school. And no one wants to go to night school.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I am ready for, like, I don't, I don't mind having, having things online. I think, I think the online aspect of, you know, worship has been really, really positive. I, right. I mean, for, to a large degree, for the, for the most part, we've seen some things really come out of that, that have been really beneficial. And I see real uh, value in those moving forward. Um, but the uh, but the electronic Bible class is, is absolutely horrendous. Oh, it's terrible. Look, um, It, uh... I just... Trying to connect with people, especially when most of them don't want to... I mean, if you're at home, there's all kinds of things going on. You don't really want to have the video on. And, I mean, it's hard enough looking at people through a computer screen. But now i'm just looking at a screen full of names um man it makes it really 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 challenging so right um i uh i'm i will keep our live streaming going and right now on wednesday nights i'm teaching a live class but i'm also on zoom for a few people that are still um, not back and uh it is like i'm ready i'm ready for zoom to be gone Uh, i know there's still going to be a place for it and there's still going to be a need for it. But anytime anyone says, hey, we're meeting on Zoom. I'm like, oh, I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> I wish I would have bought stock in Zoom. Right. right. Yeah. And however, um, I'm ready for that word to not be a part of our vocabulary anymore.
0: Whenever <laughs> Zoom is mentioned, I am thankful to have two monitors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that you've got Zoom and that like I can... I have a hotkey now to mute my mic so that I can be like yeah. <laughs> you know, and and doing a whole bunch of other work. Uh, um, do you have any like funny
1: funny stories from from Zoom or, you know, a class or anything that they kind of came up?
0: Um not really right. funny. I had a there was this really funny moment when uh, I had one teen who um was definitely playing Fortnite during class. And he was like, and the reason I could tell was because there was too much eye contact. He had moved his camera right in front of the TV, you know. He had his like, here's my controller, he had his controller and he was like <laughs> And I was like, uh Isaac. Uh are you winning or losing? And he was like, What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, you are really close to the camera, and I can kind of see your controller. Um, so that was, like, kind of really funny. Um, I have, uh, I had one kid who, like, or I had one, not kid, I hate saying it, that's a bad way to say it. I had one teen who, like, they turned off their camera, but not their microphone. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden we heard a whoosh. You know, and I was like. So I sent an email out to the parents and I said, hey, if you need to use the restroom in class, please leave us not in the room. Like, you don't need to, like, take us with you.
1: The, um, yeah, the, the few minutes will be you will be OK having missed those. Yeah, uh, we had, um, you know, of course, every when everything is new, you don't even know. And if you haven't really been on the other side of it. Some people's homes are just noisy. Oh yeah, and and some people are just noisy, just in just by nature. And you know, before you kind of figured out that you could mute all, and let people kind of unmute themselves. You know, people would join, uh, mic enabled. You know, like wham, bam. Shh, God. Oh yeah, doing dishes. Yeah, yeah, and it's like whoa, what's what's going on? And so you mute there. I had uh, I had one who. I guess they thought they were muting themselves because I kept muting them, and they would unmute, and I would mute them, and they would unmute, and it was just—I mean, it was just chaos in the background. And um, and then uh, there's always the—you have the stirrer, right? Um, one of our ladies loves
0: tea, mm-hmm. and you know, so she would be stirring her tea. <laughs> Just creating a you, sick you, beat you, during class. <laughs> uh, but didn't, didn't have any uh,
1: didn't have any of those uh, eventful occurrences, you know that that go viral or anything like that.
0: Yeah, thankful for um, that.
1: There's been some there's been some really good things that have come about though. Uh, anything anything else that you just like don't ever want to see again? Um,
0: uh, any other word you don't ever want to hear? A word I never want to hear. Um. um I, I'm really like, okay. So like something that I'm tired of is I'm really tired of masks. Like I'm really tired of masks. I feel like, you know how, like you always have teenagers or you always have people who sit on like the back pew. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have some kids who only wear a mask when they come to Bible class so that like they can disengage even more, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Uh, so like, I, I'm tired of that. Um, you know, um, I understand and I want the safety of masks and everything like that. So this is not like an, I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not an anti-masker. I'm just saying when it is 100% safe to kind of be without masks, I'm ready. I'm ready for it because I'm, I'm over them.
1: (laughs) I'm ready to see people's faces. Right?
0: Yeah. Try starting a new job at a way larger church and your facial recognition skills are garbage because you're basing it off of what mask they had on and their eyes. And people are like, oh yeah, you you met Steve last week. He has the black beard. What color was his mask? Yeah, what color was his mask?
1: (laughs) Well, You know, the funny thing about masks is they say, and they've done some studies that um, children who have um, either some kind of uh, social anxiety have thrived Oh, really um, in public settings with this because the mask gives them security kind of shield and security to hide behind interesting um, so that's been that's been really interesting but I'm, I'm ready to see people's faces i don't ever want to hear the word social distancing again right um i didn't really think i would, I did uh, like so... it at church
0: camp it really cut down on the boyfriend girlfriend scenarios yes, right
1: <laughs> uh, but you know i i hate the the hesitancy is like i'll say so are we going like a a a a knuckle, knuckles here, yeah. are we going handshake, are we going full on, the back and forth, you know. Um and and just not been able to to hug some of those people that Yeah. That uh, um, there's just that especially especially in church, right? There's this Yeah. sense of family. Obviously, I'm not meeting someone in Walmart and just giving them a big hug. Right, uh, yeah. That would be creepy and uh, probably frowned upon. Um however, long time no
0: is, see. Uh, <laughs> I haven't hey, seen you, I since see you, needed, see you since you needed. since you needed bread. <laughs> we, what? We had, the, we,
1: we had the counselor that showed up on Friday with the free hugs t-shirt. Oh. You know, I think I need. You know, but really, really, we're in this place. I think in in culture where, yeah, you know, we've realized the the importance of, of physical contact for for our sanity. Mm. Um, for that real human connection—that there's just something about, um, even if it's just a, you know, a friendly embrace—but there's just something here that says we, we know each other, we belong together, we we are we're connected. Yeah. That I I think we just really underestimated the value of it, um, and I'm just I just I just long for that to be. That's one of the things I do hope gets back to normal quickly. Just the interaction.
0: Yeah. Same here. Um, I miss that. There's been some good things, though. Um, there has
1: been a lot of really good things. We have been able to connect with people in a way that we never <laughs> were able to really capture before. Um, we uh, e- even our shut-ins, you know, who like their church experience has been, uh, you know, watching the local cable access show. Maybe they catch in search of the Lord's way out of Edmond. Um, you know, on a Sunday morning, and that's kind of been their way of connecting to church. Uh, And So having this live stream and and being able to go into those, you know, nursing homes and saying, okay, all you have to do is get up on Sunday morning and touch this button. I've already set up your bookmark. Click here and click here, and you'll be able to see your home church. Um, And being able to speak into their, their lives and connect with them that way has been Man, that's something we need to do a long it, time ago.
0: It's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because it's like I'm so happy and glad that we did it, but shame on us for not waiting so long. Yeah. for waiting so long and not doing that. Because hearing hearing your your what exactly what you said right there, I go, man, that would suck. Like that's yeah. so like sad, and. um like, man, shame on us for not, for not jumping on that sooner. But yeah, I'm glad I'm, I'm so glad that we do some live streaming stuff. I'm glad that I have, I hope like a lot of churches don't go back because I love being able to hear more churches throughout the week. Like I am a, I am a, I am a, um, like 90% busy worker. So like, I have to have, that's not even the right phrase, but anyway, I have to have background noise. And it's now right, that everyone, now that everyone live streams, man, I can get like sermons going all the time and I can just kind of hear and then I hear like a good point and I'm like, Oh, that's good. I like that was a great point. Back to work, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, you know, and so it's it's been really cool for me. I get to I listen to basically if you're my friend and and uh you do a live stream, I probably have listened to your church <laughs> this sermon, yeah, it's, you know, it's at cool. some point.
1: And it gives us that exposure. Um, to, to so many other areas of the kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas, like you said, we've typically been captive to our home place. Yeah. Um, and this really gives us the tools to, to explore. Like I have, I have told people, I was like, look, you need to be hearing someone teach that's not named me. Right. Um, like I am honored to be your preacher, your minister, your guy. But if you aren't getting other voices, if you aren't getting other places, you're hearing, uh, the truth of God's word poured into right. your life. I mean, I like my perspective, and I, I think it's a pretty good perspective. Yeah. Uh, but you need some balance. You know, oh, you yeah. need a, a a counter voice that's going to come in, because that's gonna you're going to bring other things to the table, and you're going to then ask me questions that are going to make me deepen my understanding of who God is and what He wants us to be. So, right, um, it's given us the the tools uh, to do that that we didn't have before. Um, we have. Uh, reach some people that we would not have reached before um it's been really interesting to see uh, what uh, like there, there's a there's a guy who calls me from from slidell every once in a while uh, just to just to chat when he has questions and um he found us off of our, off of our live stream and he's a he's a christian and he has a has a church home there but it's a smaller church Um, and they don't really have have elders in place there yeah and uh the conversations that we've had that came from things that started because of the pandemic um and that's just been really cool to see the way our 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 footprint as a whole as a kingdom uh, has kind of come out
0: i like um i like some of the marketing stuff that's come out like I, i hate oh man it makes me sick sometimes like what i say like but i I love some of the marketing stuff that has come out right like i like i i do i hate masks but at the same time i kind of like i kind of like that i can have another way of like showing my church or showing like you know a mini series or a youth series or something that's going on because of the mask that i get to wear or or, you're wearing a billboard or that i have you get to wear that extra billboard uh like with sunday cool which is like my favorite T-shirt company in the entire world. Uh, shout out to Sunday Cool, love you guys. Uh, when they were like, "Yeah, we do custom masks," I was like, "I'm in, let's do it." I'm, I'm gonna get me, I'm gonna order me some Sunday Cool masks, and I did. And they were so quick and they were so fast, and I loved it. And uh, the best part about it was is that I wore it on Sunday, and it had our awesome church logo on it, and everyone was like, <clears throat> "Yo." Hook me up Hook me up <laughs> you, you got one of them church masks you know i had like teenagers who were like yeah can i get one of them church masks that's cool uh and they would wear them to school like i i was able to like they would take pictures and i'd be like oh, they're wearing their church mask like they won't wear a youth group shirt but they're wearing a church mask so um so like shout out to like sunday cool and those guys doing that um man i just i love that company they're so great and it's so cool to like see Things like that happen and to be able to um, like do those like in a financially cheaper way so that you could do like um, like a sermon series that's coming up or like a question or or something that kind of ties into what you're doing for the quarter uh, and that kind of stuff. So super cool. That's that's one of the things that like one of those good things uh, that was going on for us.
1: And there was something else I had in mind here that... Um...
0: I have one that is, like, super opinionated that I can't wait to bring up. Oh, no, no it's go your head. Okay. I,
1: I've lost mine.
0: I think we actually differ on this opinion. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I'm nervous. I prefer, and I like it better, the way we're doing communion now. I, I, <laughs> as a solo, uh, solo episode about this, I do. I, I like the portable communion cups better than passing trays and, and breaking that bread in the middle. Um, and I'll say this for me, I focus more. I'm, I'm less worried about passing a tray. I'm less worried about the people getting volunteers or, or people, um, um, the, the, the biggest the biggest uh, one I hear is is you know oh well that's a good way to get people involved uh, and uh, to serve and uh, I guess in my opinion like if that's your if that's where you're like hey this is how I serve God we're thinking too small like you're thinking way too small um, but yeah. but anyway so I I just I prefer it I feel like we can we get to sing one more song uh, you can have a little bit more in the sermon. Oh, you had a song? Um, I just had five minutes to my sermon. so The, yeah. the <laughs> devotional that people have been given, like it's okay if they go a little bit long because, hey, like this last Sunday, the guy's devotional went a little bit longer, but it was okay because he just said, he just said, hey, I'm going to say one prayer uh, and I'm going to bless the fruit and the bread at the same time. And so he gave his devotional talk and he said that prayer and then wham, bam, and uh, it was good. And it was very meaningful to me. Um, and I didn't have – I guess maybe I get distracted by clinking trays. I get distracted because somebody's going to drop something. Um, I get dist- distra- you don't get distracted by noisy wrappers? But I don't get distracted by – I don't actually because I'm doing it at the same time. Yeah. Actually, I'm a pre
1: Okay. I got you. So you're already – during the during the meditation, you're preparing your communion, So you're not getting the meditation,
0: right? Uh, no. Actually, when I first <laughs> sit down in the pew, I tear – the I tear it so that I can just get the bread right away.
1: That's brave with Sam around. It now, is, because he'll eat it.
0: <laughs> what I do like um, about our,
1: our current model is um, when we are intentional about it, and I mm-hmm. really have to get with my guys who are leading um, the communion to, is to say, hey, give us some space after... Um, yo, give after, me after, some space after the after the bread, just give some time, you know, mm. for to, to kind of meditate on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad my guy Todd Bell is, is with me here on Instagram.
0: Um, and he hears you,
1: he hears me. That's right. It is good to be heard.
0: Nobody, Nobody hears, hears me. You. Um, I'm on my lonely island out here,
1: so I, I do like that aspect of it that you know, because we say the prayer, um, uh, and then. And then everyone kind of takes it all at once, but the temptation is just to go, boom, let's go right into the next prayer. Um, but we've had a lot of guys have been really intentional about kind of stepping back and, and giving that space to really sit and, and, and meditate over, over the moment. Yeah. So that's really good. Uh, but ultimately, um, what I like about communion, what I like about passing communion is all the germs, all of the germs. Like I want them all. One cupper.
0: Josh is a one cupper, everybody. Uh,
1: so <clears throat> there's the community aspect mm. of, of here we are, we're around the table and we are, it, it kind of just reminds me of being at home. Like when, mm. when kind of the, the, the food's being passed around the table, when we would have all of our family, you know, it's like, all right, you take a roll and you pass it down. And so uh, that's what I really like about.
0: Uh, that's interesting. Another
1: like aspect of this, but.
0: It's interesting because I feel like I'm an all or in kind of a guy. So like, I guess this has always been, okay, this is are we're doing it. This is where, uh, this is where like, I have always struggled with communion is like, I read, we re- were like nine times out of 10. Okay. No, that's a bad one. Seven times out of 10, we're reading the passage where Jesus initiates or starts the Lord's supper. Right. Um, and he's like, and Jesus ripped, uh, the bread, and he passed it around the table. And and then we're like, okay, and here's your unsalted saltine that you can break off the world's smallest little corner of (laughs) and put it on the tip of your tongue and be like, I'm satisfied. you know. And so like, I can't make that connection. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, why at least give me like a full tortilla that I can then rip in half and share with my family. Like that's unleavened bread. And uh, then I'm actually doing what Jesus is doing, and I'm ripping it in half, and I'm sharing it with my family unit, uh, you know, or those around me who are comfortable with that. Like, to me, like, that's more like it, you know. And then they're like, and then take the world's best and holiest grape juice, which is in this tiny little cup, and get just a little sip uh, of it, you know. Whereas the disciples and Jesus had like a cup, you know, and they they drank out of it, and then they drank out of it like the whole time. Right. So for me, for, so this is, this is 1000% personal audience. Okay. For me, I just, I never, like it never resonated with me that, Hey, we are so strict of wanting to do it. Like how the Bible says it, except for communion, because this is out of convenience yeah, right. that we do it the way we do it. Yeah, so exactly. in that, in that same mindset for me, doing it out of the porta cups that's a terrible name, Porta Cups. <laughs> doing it out of the Porta Cups just is to me didn't make any less significant as far as a connection to what Jesus was doing. Uh, but it gets the job done. I mean, it's unleavened bread, it's it's grape juice, oh, yeah. and then I can connect with that. So that's that's just a personal. That's just my personal feeling. There's a lot of people who feel a lot differently, uh, and that's okay. Um, to be wrong but no, no i'm just kidding I, no i love it it's, i don't uh, think there's a right are, or wrong person no I,
1: and i think you're right one of the things i do like is it has brought us the ability to think <laughs> differently about yeah. things. That's very very important to us yes yeah you know and so there we've been forced to make a change and that change has now opened our minds to at least think okay um guess what we made a huge change in the way we do things right and not only did the world not fall apart, but that is still a very important part and a central focus of our worship, even though it's not the way we were accustomed to doing things. And yeah, I think that that is an indication of a huge step that the church has taken forward and been able to perceive things. I agree. There's, there's some uh, uh, you know, comments and things coming up on uh, Facebook that, for some reason, aren't populating on my Streamyard place here. Come on. Oh, Steve.
0: okay. I was wondering. I was like, man, it's awful um, quiet today for something. So uh, I
1: know, right? Or something so uh, um, hot topic I, hot topic, right? The the good and the bad, of, right, of, of COVID. Um, the, the some young people do get their start. You know, that's kind of their first um, foray into uh, helping out with with services. Uh, I've I've tried to get my kids, um, you know, involved with uh, like scripture reading. I'll find a short psalm for them to read and to do something that they can just get up and read and, and do to kind of help kind of offset some of those things because they don't necessarily have that ability to, uh, to help with, the you know, the passing of the plates and things. Um, I got my young kids involved just recently in, in helping visitors who are coming and find a seat because that's kind of, if they're coming in right after worship starts, our auditorium is pretty full right now with the, um, social distancing in place. And so I have some of our young guys coming in, finding a seat and directing our visitors to that seat so they're not wandering up the aisles looking for yeah. open places. And so we've, we've come up with some, some new ways for them to serve. Um, but there have been some, some really good things that have come about. Uh, another thing that's been really positive through all this is is our people have become better at mm. checking on one another. Yeah, um, I've gotten more phone calls from random members just saying, hey, man, um, how are you doing? everything going okay can i help with somebody and so it's it's created this need for us to really be um, intentional about checking up on one another and that's been a uh, super super positive um i really appreciate that
0: anything else no not really uh no not really i'm done uh, i'll see you guys all later thanks for coming out today no um yeah i don't know um well we got to I mean, get to the last question. We got to get to the last question. That's right. And I I, I don't need to I, I like I'm still stuck on the communion thing. I know. So, I'm getting uh, you off the communion thing. I'm fixated. Um, fixated. Um it's not a okay. I mean well, calm down. Rant's it's not, not a rant. always bad. A rant's think, not always bad. That's true. I I I don't know. I think there's lots of ways that you can get young people to serve. I mean, you could pick up communion card or pick up connection cards. You can you could go around pick up all that communion trash that people. You can have to them use. help <laughs> serve. Yeah, pick an- actually, so we were joking about that uh, in our staff meeting on Monday. We were we were ha- we were kind of talking about this a little bit about you know should we go back or should we not? And I said, and I we did make that joke. I said, you know what, a great service opportunity is uh, for people to stay after an event and help pick up chairs and put away stuff uh, instead of just getting in their car and driving home. That is a rant. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like put on gloves and, and, and go in and help picking up, uh, communion trash. That would be, that'd be great. Or, hey, yeah, you don't have a tray, but we'd prefer if you carried a trash can down the aisle to, you know, help pick up. What are the so, gloves for? Uh, cause you don't want to touch somebody's where they've connected their lip to a cup. Man,
1: We live in a snowflake society, Aaron. Snowflakes. That's right, man. That's hey, right what do you want to see come back? Now that things are kind of starting to
0: to move
1: in a direction of normalcy this
0: year this kind of goes with that whole idea of like I'm tired of social distancing but like I'm t- I, I want to be able to have like an intimate devotional again um you know being able to sit closer and and to be able to uh, kind of do those kind of things like i I want those to come back like I'm excited for that I am excited I'm with you 100 percent I'm excited for Wednesday Night church. Like I, I love. I've always loved Wednesday night church. It has always been something that uh, I have cherished, uh, and I like it. Um, yeah, I hope that lock-ins never come back as well, Jonathan. I hate lock-ins, but uh, actually, I think we're going to try to do one uh, this summer. I never do a summer lock-in, but I think we're going to do one because Space Jam is coming out. It's That's kind right. of important.
1: Hey, I'm I'm really excited to see communion return to normal. Ah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, i could honestly I, I could take it or leave it um i like i said before i'm happy to see some things in our minds that have changed some um the one thing i was really glad to see kind of go was church potlucks oh yeah um, i'm not a potluck fan um but you know what i have really missed
0: Church potlucks?
1: Church potlucks. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I really have. I And, you know, we're talking about with our next um, bilingual service in June of bringing back that, uh, that potluck. Because there are moments in that setting where you get to sit and um, talk and, and converse with people that you just don't get to catch on a regular basis. Oh, sure. Um, and so there is a different level of, of communion, really, um, around that setting
0: so <laughs> communion thanks yeah yeah you're communing just trying to just keep trying to bring that in that dagger
1: um no and that was a, I didn't mean for that to be a dagger Aaron if I I, I show Aaron. you my daggers before I before I throw them at you um so no, they're in I just, our notes over here that's right the I I miss that I, I miss yeah. that fellowship I miss that time um where you know the our, our mornings are extended our, our together time is extended
0: and we're there so I'm... I I have never thought it was weird for people to like just just bring your own meal to a potluck like if you're just if you're a picky eater oh right and you just like go to McDonald's or you go and stuff fast food and then you just come to the potluck and you just eat your food like I' like I've seen some people get like shamed and I'm like why? Like it's that, that's fine. Like, that's great. The whole point is that we're just eating together and yeah. Can I have some of your tots, Josh? That's right. Or
1: where was that? How did I miss that? It's like this. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: that's how you missed it. Yeah. Uh, Bible classes, you know, I'm, I have, I've really been excited (laughs) to see our Bible classes begin to come back. Um, we don't have them all kind of back in the way they were. We have a big group that meets in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Um, our young adults have kind of started to meet again. Um, and I'm really excited to see those uh, coming back.
0: Yeah, when um, I started here at Pine Tree, they we had just started doing Bible classes again. And uh, man, last week it felt good. I had, I had a huge crowd for Bible class for high school. Uh, and so that was a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm glad that those are starting to repopulate. Um, you know, for a job that is so based upon building relationships and hanging out with people, like COVID made it really hard to build relationships and hang out with people. Yeah, it uh, really did. It and really so did. I'm excited for there to be more of that relaxed, relaxing feeling coming back to where it's not so abnormal to like go hang out. Um, and I like being able to hang out inside cause I don't like the heat and we're coming up on summer <laughs> so these outdoor classes, yeah, you know, the birds in the south that makes a fat man sweat, <laughs> and nobody needs to see me get that sweaty. So, hey,
1: and, and the last thing—not the last thing, but the last thing I have that I'm really glad is coming back. Which you may say it is not church related, but it is church related because we do have a campus ministry, and one of the main staples telegating. in our campus ministry is telegating. there it is. There it is. Um, we were actually able. Uh, to really capture so many opportunities to, to meet and reach people. That's cool. Um, as they would kind of walk by, you know, that, that place.
0: That's a big um, part of food, food and ministry. Like how many nice. times does Jesus go and eat at somebody's house? Right. You know, um, I mean, that's a, that's a big part of it. How many times does Jesus feed people? You know, um, we got to yeah. eat and uh, college kids got to eat. And, you know, uh, when you offer food or prepare food, People show up.
1: You got a behind the beards moment.
0: Uh, I think the behind the beards moment for me is um, like, don't worry about communion. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think the behind the beards moment is is I think that there's a lot of things that we were able to do during COVID because we we had to adapt, we had to change, and so we weren't as afraid to try new things or do things differently or start new ministries or find somebody to do this, who we don't normally seek like that whole, like 10% of the people are doing 90% of the work kind of an idea. And so for me, the behind the beards moment is, man, we have got to keep that going. Um, We need to continue to adapt and change and do new ministries that are still Bible centered, that are still Jesus focused, um, but adapting to the times and doing things differently while staying true to our purpose you know, is, is really great. So for me, like a lot of the things that, even though like I hated zoom, I was, it was really nice that we tried it and that we did it, you know, for a little bit. And out of that came, Hey, well, maybe I can live stream to a private group or Instagram. So if somebody can't come, like I've had teenagers who said, well, I would love to come, but my mom can't take me, you know? Um, oh, well, if I live stream it, would you show up to the live stream? Sure. Yeah, I would. Okay. You know? Um, so maybe I'll live stream my class as well, you know? And so that kind of came out of there for me. And so if you are a member, if you are an elder or you're a shepherd, it just get involved in, in that kind of a sense. Um, don't create more work for your, for your pastors. Cause we're actually going to do an episode coming up talking about, uh, pastoral depression uh which has been a real thing and we actually have more preachers and youth ministers who are leaving ministry mm-hmm. than entering at this moment uh like they just did a recent study and because of covid and other things like that there are more ministers leaving ministry than we have people coming into ministry uh so there's going to be a drought um uh, you know coming up and it is it's because it's difficult and it's hard and, uh yeah. you know that's that's part of the purpose of the show is we just try to reveal some extra things about ministry that you might not, that you might not think about on a normal basis. But um, yeah, that's kind of my behind the beards moment is, um, is that attitude of adapting and changing and moving forward and the willingness to try things like just because we do, it doesn't mean that we're going to do it all the time. Right. Um, I think is, is a wonderful and a great, um, kind of a mindset yeah
1: and I'd say you know it is so easy to get wrapped up in in the things that failed the things that flopped and, and the things mm-hmm. that we never want to see come back um you know, the the encouragement to find uh to find the good um to find those things that you can really capitalize on and, and find out the things that went
0: well well and i think sometimes we can have that we can have like a really negative mindset i was right. just thinking yeah, about absolutely. this like like I love it when in the Bible, when it says, and the 11 disciples, except for the one, you know, uh, you know, like if you were negative, you'd go, well, we shouldn't disciple people because this guy betrayed Jesus. Yeah. You know, instead of going, yeah, but the other 11 went on to do amazing things. And then there was another 12th. Yeah.
1: You know? That's right. Um, so you so can find always the good, find that negative in that. Yeah. Um, learn from the negative, capitalize on the good. Focus on it and uh, and go from there.
0: Absolutely. We want to thank you guys for being here today. We also want to remind you of something that's dear to our hearts. We want to remind you of Galatians 6-9. Don't grow weary in doing good. Um, this world is messy. Life is messy. So allow Christ to use you to do something different, something good in his name. I'm Aaron, and this is Josh, and we will see you next week on Behind the Beards. Yeah, we're all growing a beard. A man's face should never be bare. We just want some facial hair. We're
1: anticipating, yeah, everyone's waiting for beard.